This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent here with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Mary Margaret Miller is away today. But now that spring is here, the festival season has begun, it seems. The weather is warmer, and so uh, all of a sudden all these festivals are coming up. So we're yes. going to talk about a lot of them that are uh, popping up this particular weekend, and folks are taking advantage of this weather. But it was pretty cold this morning. It was. I had to I break the scullies back out and the sweaters. Yeah, my seat warmer was on. I was like, okay, what's going on here? Uh, but there's a fishing tournament at J.P. Coleman State Park this weekend. We're going to talk about also lots of events coming up at uh, Tishomingo State Park in Natchez. A couple festivals, the European Car Fest and the Salt and Smoke Festival. Are you a, a car guy, Camille? I am a big-time car guy. Ah. I, I can sit and watch the Mecca uh, car shows and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff for hours. Okay, good. Well, you can ask all the questions when this guy calls in. <laughs> Mr. Mike Marsh, he's going to talk with us about this second car fest happening in Natchez. I don't know. I, I'm not a car gal. I just like to have a car that's working. You yeah, know? yeah, I think it needs to work. <laughs> right. I remember in high school, my mom gave me her car. It was a BMW. I was so excited to get it in high school. And all of a sudden, everything stopped working. The oh, windows God. wouldn't go down. The door, I used to have to hop out on the passenger side. No. Call friends to open my driver's door because I didn't want to get out on the passenger side. <laughs> out in the high BMW. School. Yeah, the air went out. All kinds of stuff went wrong. So and all of that that is expensive on a BMW. Exactly. I don't care what year it is. Exactly. So uh, we'll be talking about some of these fancy cars that uh, are going to be on display in Natchez this weekend, and uh, also the Cotton District Arts Arts Festival is happening in Starkville, and the Jackson Zoo Brew event, which is a pretty popular event in the city, is coming up as well. So we'll talk about all those things today. Today. And if you're listening and you want to tie in some local events that you uh, have going on in your part of town, maybe you are somewhere in Mississippi or nearby and there's an event that you want to call and let us know about, we'd love to hear from you today. The number is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. Uh, but, Camille, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the Mississippi Bicentennial celebration along the coast. You said it was a huge success. Huge success. Success. I mean, you should have seen it uh, right across the street from the Gulf uh, Centennial Plaza. Uh, Mississippi had its first of three bicentennial events for the year, and it happened this weekend. It started off Friday uh, with a day full of events that the coast put on mm-hmm. uh, and then followed with a dedication ceremony of a new stamp for Mississippi featuring uh, blues artist Jimmy Duck Holmes, mm-hmm. and it was fantastic. All of the Postal Service came out, all of the officials, uh, Governor Bryant, Senator Wicker, uh, just everybody, Mayor uh, Billy Hughes from Gulfport, uh, Mayor George Slocal and mm-hmm. Craig Ray and, and everybody. So it was awesome. Well attended. So what? Yeah, you said well attended. So what was the, the turnout? Tens of thousands? Oh, my God. Yeah. For the first day, it was uh, plenty of thousands. And then the second day was the uh, governor's concert. Oh, uh, oh yeah. my God. Uh, mm-hmm. Closed off by the band Perry, mm-hmm. who, of course, is from Mississippi and Grammy Award winners. Uh, Vastai Jackson, Paul Thorne. Uh, you had uh, the Elvis winner, 
uh, David Lee Rosenberry. Oh, I bet that was fun. Yeah, 200-piece choir, orchestra. It wow. was crazy. I hate I missed it. 10,000 10, people plus out there that, that night. Oh, my goodness. That's awesome. Well, there are going to be lots of uh, bicentennial celebrations throughout the rest of this year. I think the, the big culmination is supposed to be in December for the city of Jackson. So uh, we're just going to kind of keep folks informed about everything that's happening to celebrate Mississippi's bicentennial because this is a very special year for us and everybody is treating it that way. So Yes. Uh, all right. So we're going to uh, – we have a call on the line, but I'm not sure – who it is? Sam, do you want me to go to the call first? Terry from Natchez is on the line, wants to talk about something. Hi, Terry. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well. Hey, what do you have for us? Uh, yes, ma'am. Um, my wife is a uh, pageant director, and uh, tomorrow on the uh, 8th at the Duncan Park Canteen with the Junior Auxiliary, mm-hmm. she's having a, uh, the Miss Natchez beauty pageant. Oh, Okay. And it's going to be from 9 a.m. until we get through Saturday. Until you get a winner. All right. Well, you're (laughs) going to get some points with your wife calling into a radio show to talk about (laughs) her pageant. Excellent. Uh, Terry, thank you for your call. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you, ma'am. All right. Uh, So as I mentioned, we're going to be talking about a couple of our state parks today and lots of festivals that are going on around the state. And we have on the line with us John Williams, who's going to talk with us about some things going on at the J.P. Coleman State Park, uh, particularly this fishing tour, a tournament that is happening. Good morning to you, John. Uh, Thanks for being on today. Thank you. How are you? Doing very well. Um, So this fishing tournament is a part of a a big tour, right? I was doing some research, and uh, they've kind of been all over doing this tournament. How did it end up uh, at the J.P. Coleman State Park? Uh, We've hosted the Mississippi Division of the BFL, FLW tournament for the past few years. Uh, They typically come here twice a year for a one- or two-day tournament. So what all is happening at this tournament? I know uh, they're fishing. Who are the participants? I guess anybody can sign up. Uh, we have, they'll have approximately 150 boaters, uh, anglers fishing, and then they'll have about 150 co-anglers fishing as well. Wow. So is this going to be at Pickwick Lake? Yes, ma'am. Now, why this lake? Is it a, a place where you can catch lots of fish? Yes, ma'am. Pickwick Lake is world famous for its bass fishing, uh, particular smallmouth bass. Uh, everybody likes to come here and try to catch uh, the big smallmouth that this lake has to offer, and it's very popular for bass tournaments. Wow. Uh, where do you see people come from? What states and what surrounding areas? Uh, most of the ones that for this tournament will be from Mississippi, uh, Tennessee, and Alabama. It's just the surrounding states. We're right on the border of all three states. Uh, but you may have a few stragglers from other states showing up as well. Well, John, tell me with the uh, tournament, how do you win and, and what are the stipulations and rules and things like that? Uh, the actual rules, I don't know as much. The We don't host the tournament. We just provide the facilities. Uh, hmm. But to win, you can keep up to five fish. Whoever comes in with the most weight at the end of the day, I'll come in first, and there's two different divisions. you got the angler division and the co-angler division. Uh, that they're, they're not fishing against each other. They're fishing in two different brackets, and they have several places that pay out. Uh, payout's pretty good for the BFL divisions, mm-hmm. and it depends on how many boats show up, how many places actually pay out. 
Well, that sounds cool. I wish I knew how to fish. <laughs> uh, me too. Uh, John, so for those who are just in the area, what are some other things they can do while at the J.P. Coleman State Park? I know there's like a picnic area, maybe some, some sailing or swimming. Uh, what can visitors do in the meantime? Uh, visitors, they can, uh, we have a playground, picnic shelters, uh, campsites. We have several cabins, motel rooms. Uh, most people that come to the J.P. Coleman State Park come here. Go out on the lake to fish in the summertime to ski and tube and mainly just water sports. Uh, are there any other events coming up at the park that uh, you want folks to know about? Uh, next weekend on Saturday we have the Easter annual Easter egg hunt. We'll hide approximately 300 eggs, a little more. Uh, starts at 2 o'clock on Saturday. And typically have several kids show up it's always a great time all right sounds good well john thanks for being on today did you want to share a website oh uh, yeah you can go on our website at mdwfp slash parks uh and pull up any information pictures uh you can go on there to make camping reservations cabin cabin or motel reservations or you can call us at 662-423-6515 all right. that's awesome thank you john for being on we really appreciate it thank you all right. I'm telling you, the J.P. Coleman State Park, when it's described, this is always in season, mm-hmm. located on 43,000 acres uh, for the Pickwick Lake. I'm telling you, it's a it's a, a scenic place to be. So have you ever been to any of the state parks and stayed in the uh, in the cabins? No, but it is a strong desire of mine to do so. Oh, it's excellent. Because I'm scary. And, no. you know, it would probably remind me of basic training and <laughs> staying out in the woods. But, you know, for leisure, I've yeah. said there's something I want to do maybe roast some marshmallows or something it's yeah. excellent i've probably stayed at about four state parks mm-hmm. it is so serene yeah and you so. can go hiking and you bring everything to cook and all your bedding and it's really like you're unplugging from the world wow so you're hiking with uh the raccoons and skunks and oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah no definitely. see that's yeah. why yeah. I yeah, come on been. out there man. <laughs> <laughs> a couple calls to get to before we go to the break we're going to go to uh bircham i believe is the name in itabina with a bicentennial oh, comment okay, okay. hey you're on the air. Okay. Did you hear anything on that uh, requisition? Requisition. I don't think so. Not familiar with that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, send, send us an email if you have any additional comments you, or questions. Yes. I'm going to have to Google that requisition. I don't know what he's talking about. Uh, Andy Allen is in Brookhaven, wants to talk about an event. Good morning to you, Andy. Hey, Andy. You're on the air. Uh, hey. Hey. Um, so, uh, in Brookhaven, there's this thing called, um, music and art at Trinity Park. Um, it's every Thursday in April, starting at noon. Um, it's really cool. It's free, uh, open to anybody who wants to come. Um, there's a lot of art, a lot of local artists and, uh, music, uh, really cool stuff. Uh, and I, I was just wanting to let everybody know it's in Brookhaven. Okay, uh, every Thursday. So is the, the arts and, and uh, music scene pretty much growing in Brookhaven? Uh, is this is. something you're developing? It's not something I'm developing. It's, uh, it's this guy, Shaw Perlow. Um, he's, uh, he's pretty much in charge of it. He's a really cool dude. Um, he's, he's got it put on. He's got a lot of local musicians. And, and yeah, you're right. It is kind of booming. Cool. If, if you want to be a part of it, Andy, how do you become a part of the uh, music and art trinity in the Trinity Park? You basically just show up and find Shaw Furlow. He's the long-haired hippie guy with the uh, 
with the sunglasses on all the time. He's a really cool guy, and uh, he's he's in he's a huge supporter of local music. He's a musician himself. Um, really cool man. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's gonna some good stuff. All right. Throughout the entire, throughout the entire month. So. Okay. Thanks, Andy. So every Thursday in Brookhaven, and it's a free thing at the Trinity Park. Yeah. Okay. Free at noon. At noon. All right. Thank you so much, Andy. We sounds like we need to get the long-haired hippie guy All on right. the show. Yeah, right. Like, hey, I want to get down. <laughs> right. Thanks, Andy. We appreciate your call. All right. Take care. All right. We need to take a quick break, and uh, we'd love for you to join the conversation this morning if you want to talk about any local events going on in your part of Mississippi. We know that spring is here, so that means festival season has arrived as well. If you want to talk about any local events, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. 877-672-7464 is the number. Still to come, we'll talk about the European Car Fest happening in Natchez, the Salt and Smoke Festival, Jackson Zoo Brew, which is an event uh, happening here in Jackson, the Cotton District Arts Festival and Starkville is coming up, and some things at the Tishomingo State Park, which we will uh, learn about. If you can't call us, you can email us. Next stop at MPB Online is the email address. We'll be back in just a moment. For the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. If you have a vehicle that you no longer need and is collecting dust, we have a solution. Donate it to MPB. Your donation will go towards supporting your favorite programs that keep the community informed. To get more information about our car donation program, call us at 877-MPB-4-CAR or visit mpbonline.org slash support. I'm Sharita Brent in studio with Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. Mary Margaret Miller is away today, but we are talking about some different festivals uh, going on around the state, different events. Folks are taking advantage of the spring weather, uh, even though it wasn't so springy this morning. Mm-mm. I walked out and walked right back right in the back house in. to get a jacket. I almost got my gloves because I'm no, a very cold-natured person, so I was I was really tripping this morning. 877-MPB-RING uh, is the number if you want to tell us about any local events coming uh, to your part of town this weekend. We'd love to hear from you. You can share them with us and other folks listening. 877-672-7464 is the number, or you can send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. All right, and now we're going to learn about the European Car Fest, which is going on in Natchez this weekend. We have Mike Marsh on the line with us. Good morning to you, Mike. What do you have for us today? Good morning. Thank you for having me on. We're down here in Natchez enjoying some Chamber of Commerce weather, getting ready for an all-European automobile and motorcycle show tomorrow. Now, uh, how many years has the this uh, festival uh, been in Natchez? This, this is the second year that it's been in Natchez. The original sto- show started at the Renaissance in Ridgeland eight years ago. Oh, mm. that's right. Natchez is a, Natchez is a spinoff, and we're going to have a third show in May in Oxford. 
Wow. The three shows, the three shows will make up the Eurofest Mississippi series of European automobile shows. Now, that's really cool. So tell us, where are these cars coming from? And uh, if you could, like, name some European cars that are familiar to us that some of us may not know that they are European cars. We'll have European cars from five different countries. Uh, England will have Rolls-Royce, Bentley, Jaguar, Austin Healey, MG, uh, Jensen, etc. From Italy, we'll have Ferrari, Maserati, uh, Lamborghini, Fiat, and from... Germany, we'll have Mercedes-Benz, BMW, uh, Porsche, and then we'll have some cars from France that probably some of your listeners may have never heard of called Citrons. Mm. We have four different Citrons here. They're a very unique-looking French car. Oh, that is excellent. I am a big <laughs> car guy, Mike, and I know for car enthusiasts, this has got to be a great event for people to come to. Well, it really is. I mean, you, you, you see cars, you, you know the name, but you may have never seen them before, and you're able to get up close to the cars, talk to the owners, and they're very pleasant telling you about their car and the history. And just about every spectator's got some story to tell about, oh, Uncle George had one of those, or I had my first date with my girlfriend in one of those. And <laughs> it just goes on and on, yeah. Mike, how do you corral the people uh, to bring their cars out and select them and, and get them to come out and showcase their cars? Well, we, uh, car guys are car guys, whether they're hot rod guys, pickup guys, or whatever. But you just have these little groups, the English guys, the Porsche guys, the Ferrari guys. And when they do something together, the whole family's invited because it's all about sharing your passion with the public. And the unique thing about our shows are they're free to the public and they're free to exhibitors, which is a very rare thing in the auto industry uh, show-wise. But a lot of times, guys have to pay the privilege of bringing their car so other people can enjoy it we don't do that we it's through the generosity of our uh, sponsors we're able to have a first class show and it doesn't cost anybody anything well that's cool so it's not a competition it's just a show where the car is on display no. and they're being oh no, it is a competition oh we okay judges. we'll have 16 classes and we give away best in class and then like second and third is outstanding in class and then we have sponsors awards that are, that are presented by the sponsor to the car of their choice. So it's it's an all-around family, fun family affair that we try to get as many people involved in as we can. That sounds really cool. Um, so uh, can people get in the car? Is that how interactive is it? No, that's well, some, <laughs> some owners, uh, particularly children, will say, would you like to have a picture taken in the car? They'll let little Johnny get in the car and take a picture. But generally speaking, we ask people not to touch the cars uh, the owners are there. They can uh, dictate what they allow to their car. But generally speaking, we ask you not to touch the car. I bet the uh, owners have amazing stories on how they uh, came to get the car and how many oh. how many uh, different lines they've had and, and things like yeah. that, huh? Oh, we'll have guys. We'll have guys bring two and three different type cars and a couple of motorcycles. It's it's what's really interesting is when you have a car that's like a third generation car been in the family the third generation now has it and has restored it and it's in pristine condition and it'll stay in the family forever we have a lot of cases like that and it just it, you know it makes for a much more richer quality event i think when you have that sort of uh, uh interest from the families yeah absolutely well uh how else is the city of natchez kind of being involved in the car fest i know there's some great restaurants uh surrounding uh the 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 hub for where the car fest is going to be placed 
Yeah, we're right. Rosalie Plantation or Mansions right down the bluff. It's just absolutely pristine venue for the show. It just got about seven acres of mowed grass, nice shade trees. People really enjoy it. And the people in Natchez uh, basically got behind this show last year. We took a chance on it, but it turned out to be very successful, exceeded everybody's expectations. And uh, we would encourage you to uh, come out to the show tomorrow. If you don't have uh, anything going on, you're in the area, you're in Jackson, just make it a day trip or overnight trip and enjoy some of the other uh, you know, beautiful aspects of this very historic town. Sounds good, Mike. Uh, well, yeah. Did you have a website you wanted to share so people can follow the, the fest wherever it goes? Yeah, that, that's a great idea. Our website is www.euro-fest.net. All right. Sounds good. Mike, Excellent. thanks for being on. We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a nice, nice day. You too. All right, you got to get out there, Camille, and oh, see. Oh, I'd lose my mind, even though I can't afford probably anything on oh, that lot. Oh, yeah, as he was saying, all those Bentley and Rolls Royce. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I just yeah. have a little Nissan, you know. I'm like, yeah, Mike, I've had a couple of those, yeah. I put my Nissan on display. Like, <laughs> Pull it look out. Look how this trunk rises. <laughs> <laughs> all the drums fit perfectly in the back, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Ryan is in Cleveland, wants to tell us about a festival. Good morning to you, Ryan. What's going on? Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all? Hey, doing well. Great. I was just wanting to call and let y'all know about um, the 48th annual Cleveland Cross High Arts and Jazz Festival that's happened this weekend in Cleveland, Mississippi. All right. Sounds good. So uh, who's going to be performing? Uh, actually, I'm in one of the bands that's performing. It's a instrumental trio of rock and modern jazz. We're called uh, Betsenzo. Now, what instrument do you play, Ryan? I actually play a uh, keyboard and write the songs. Nice. Excellent. You have yeah. a, an important role. <laughs> exactly. And we actually, uh, like a couple months ago, we played at the Jackson Battle of the Bands with, as part of Jackson Indie Music Week and actually oh, yeah. won that. So it was a lot of fun. Oh, good. Congratulations. So where yeah. is the festival the, in, in particular? Where, where will folks arrive and see all the festivities? Yeah, so the, the actual festival is on the courthouse grounds. Uh, in Cleveland, so it's just right off of downtown, and it's it's really a beautiful day. There's actually tons of excellent artists and lots of good music and just fun vibes all around. Sounds good. Uh, Ryan, what time does everything get, get kicked off? I think it gets picked off around 9 or 10. So. All right. Well, we appreciate early you. Early morning. Sounds good, Ryan. Thanks for calling in. I Thanks, hope everything Ryan. goes well. Thank you. All right. Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. All right, before we get to our Tishomingo uh, State Park guy, we're going to get to Bertrand, who's in Itabena. Good morning, Bertrand. Good morning. Just want to listen. I'm really enjoying your program as always. And Thank you. And I wanted to announce that the Mississippi Food Desert Institute will be hosting a bylaws convention at the Emmett Till Center at Sumner, Mississippi, on the 26th of April beginning from 11 o'clock until 1 o'clock p.m. Uh, food will be served, and we were asking all, everybody that's interested in helping to grow food uh, in the Mississippi food desert areas to please come out and support this event. Oh, okay, great cause. You said bylaws convention. I was like, oh, what is that? <laughs> kind of legal. Yeah, okay, sounds interesting. Uh, Bertrand, is there a website where people can go? Well, we don't have a website, but, of course, anyone can feel free to call me at 662 662- <laughs> 
My number is 662-299-3936. All right, Bertrand, we, we appreciate you calling in. Thank you so much. Goodbye. All right, goodbye. All right, now we uh, turn our attention to Terry Harp, who's going to speak with us about uh, lots of events coming up at the Tishomingo State Park, and I, I do mean lots, so we'll try yes. to squeeze in as many as we can. <laughs> Good morning, Terry. Thanks for being on. Good morning. Hey, thanks for having us and featuring us on your show. Absolutely. So talk with us first about the immediate things that are coming up at the state park. I see there is an old-time music gathering that's uh, happening this weekend. Yes, that's going to be tomorrow at um, kicking off at 12. Um, that's a, a combination of our um, dulcimer festivals that we used to have. It's acoustic instruments. And um, it's been kind of a small event, but it's still fairly popular. Um, but prior to that, we're kicking off with um Easter egg hunt at 11 o'clock. So is it going to be something in the Easter eggs, like some candy or some money? Oh, yeah. They have, <laughs> um, they have them loaded. There's candy and toy and cash, um, filled eggs, and then they're doing prizes, too. So, I imagine adults can't participate in this Easter egg hunt. No, it's going to be ages, you know, from walking oh, to age 12. they got three different age groups. <laughs> so you're not just hiding hard-boiled eggs now? Oh, no, no. <laughs> not really exciting eggs. for the kids. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Terry, talk with us about Earth Day, which is also coming up at the park. Okay, that's going to be on April the 21st. Um, we're bringing in um, 12 groups of fourth graders from Tishomingo, Itawamba, and Prentice counties. Um, they're going to have... Um, a lot of different uh, educational tracks that they're going to go through. Um, they're going to have a recycling program, um, wood magic science uh, from Mississippi State um, Extension Service, snake ID. That's always popular with the kids. Hey, Ter Terry, can you tell us a little something about the uh, Native American customs and traditions? Uh, that's definitely something I would love to attend. Oh, yeah, that's one of our... Um, more popular events that's coming up on saturday may the 6th it's a little bit uh, under a month away um gonna i think we're gonna have a pretty good turnout this year they're gonna have a um medicinal plant demonstration um a basket maker um have a grass dancer scheduled to be here um gonna have a dugout canoe exhibit um archery blowgun and tomahawk throwing demonstration be pretty good. Now that's some stuff I want to see. I want to see the blowgun de demonstration. <laughs> right, Definitely sure. the tomahawk throw. Some ears perked up when he said medicinal uh, plant thingy that he was talking about. <laughs> um, Terry, uh, so could you kind of just touch on the, the historic uh, importance of Tishomingo State Park? You know, it's it's um, on the Natchez Trace Parkway, um, and there are some, you know, historical uh, features as well. Right. Um, we're geographically unique to the state, and um, we have a lot of rock formations. We have um, seven separate hiking trails for a total of 13 miles of unique trails. Um, it's, uh, if you love the outdoors, you'll love this park. And speaking of our trails, on April 22nd, we are going to have our second annual Swinging Bridge Trail Run. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, we're pretty loaded for the next uh, four weeks or so on special events and recreational opportunities. 
Well, that's great. Uh, just uh, awesome that you have so many things for folks to do. Well, yeah. could you give us a, a website or a number if folks want to call with with more information? Sure. You can um, call our um, park office at 662-438-6914. Um, you can log on to our website at mdwfp.com and uh, follow the uh, state park link. Um, they'll take you to our homepage and have all our brochures and information um, there's a special events page for the for all the information that we talked about should be on there all right well terry we appreciate you coming on and keeping us uh filled in with everything that's okay. going on at tishomingo state park thank you terry all right. thank you again i appreciate the opportunity to be on all right Boy, we have lots to do. Lots to do. I'm telling That's you. That's exciting. It's no, you, you don't have a reason to leave the state. There's so much going on. Definitely. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we'll learn about the Salt and Smoke Festival that's happening in Natchez. So if you are hungry, you might not want to listen to this one. But we hope you do listen so you can figure out what's going on in Natchez. This is a really cool festival uh, that's going on this weekend. Still to come, we're going to talk about the Cotton District Arts Festival, which is coming up in Starkville this weekend, and the Jackson Zoo Brew event, which is really cool. And it involves bruising. Bruise? Yeah, yeah. And uh, animals. That's right. 877-MPB-RING is the number. If you want to join the conversation, let us know about any local events coming up in your area this weekend. 877-672-7464 is the number, or you can send us an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. We'll be back right after this break. Informative MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and a state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent, joined in studio by Kamel King of Visit Mississippi. And this morning, we are talking about the various festivals and things happening around the state, and we'd love to hear from you. The number is 877-MPB-RING. Let us know what local events are going on in your area. We've got several calls this morning. We appreciate you guys calling in, and we have some time left. If you want to call, talk about any local events going on in your part of Mississippi this weekend, 877-MPB-RING is the number that's 877-672-7464 or email next stop at mpbonline.org all right we're gonna go back to the phones and uh, speak with our guest uh kevin about the salt and smoke festival uh which is going on in natchez good morning to you kevin thanks for being on thanks for having me it's a great pleasure to be with you so uh the salt and smoke festival is a part of a larger tour i mean it, it travels all over but where did it originate so i'm a chef in uh, north carolina and that's really where it started it was a group of friends um sort of getting together one fall and we sort of created this sort of event and then over the years we decided we were going to invite people and um it's sort of become a, a sort of large tradition it's pretty pretty intense 450 people um on a farm uh right outside of where i live so talk about that from a mental standpoint, how you go from just kind of doing things for friends to doing things for hundreds and probably thousands of people. Because, um, you know, at, at that point, your pride is on the line. You're you're subject to criticism of your food. Mm -hmm. uh, how did you prepare <laughs> for that mentally? 
Uh, I don't think you really prepare for it. I, the, what, the metaphor that always comes to mind is the idea of somebody riding a bull. It's like you, once you're on it, you're like, man, I'm on this bull. And then they're thinking, how the hell do I get off of it? And I think mm -hmm. that was sort of where we are. We sort of started this thing, and it's sort of gotten bigger and bigger, and we've sort of had to grow and learn as we go along. But we still love what we do and the idea of connecting people with traditions and great food. So uh, talk with us about the title, Salt and Smoke. I'm yeah, sure, I love that title. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure that uh, reflects what's being served at the festival. For sure. It does that. I mean, we always serve salt, you know, from one side, salt is always something from the ocean. Or, you know, we serve oysters traditionally, the one we do in North Carolina. Um, here we're doing crawfish. And then smoke is what we do with pork. We smoke whole hog barbecue in North Carolina. That's what we do, and that's what we're going to be doing here. Um, but it also is salt and smoke are the two traditional ways uh, of preserving food. Um, and, and for us, we're trying to preserve tradition uh, around food and these old food ways that are still real and vibrant and can be a part of uh, a new generation's connection to the South. So do you research uh, each area before you go to decide what you're going to serve on the menu? Uh, well, we always do a traditional North Carolina barbecue. That's certainly the one guaranteed thing we're going to do. And then we try to use local uh, connections to create, like in this case, we have some local breweries who are our sponsors. Um, everyone said we had to do crawfish, so we're doing crawfish. Um, you know, we're, our idea is to connect with tradition as much as we can. Yeah. yeah, wherever we are. Now, why did you choose Natchez? Well, in many ways, Natchez chose us. Um, Cole Brown, uh, we did one of these last year in uh, Baton Rouge, and Cole Brown, uh, who lives in Natchez, was down there and and really had a great time and said, hey, wouldn't it be fun to do it in Natchez? And we're like, sure, sounds awesome to us. Because um, part of the best thing about doing this really is meeting the people and, you know, it's really remarkable. You, you think you know a place, you know a country, or you know, but you don't know it at all until you get there. Yep. And, uh, mm. you know, we were like, well, let's go do this. And, you know, and every day we get closer to doing it, we're happier we're here. It's really been awesome so far. Yeah. Well, uh, before you go, I want you to help me because I'm trying to figure out what's the correct way to eat crawfish. I eat them all the time, but it seems like it's more difficult than <laughs> I'm making it. Okay, okay. I'm telling you, I've Googled you YouTube videos and everything trying to figure this out. <laughs> I think it's probably, from what I've seen, this practice make perfect. I know that guys that I know who can, they can go through it so fast, it's remarkable. It takes me a while. So. Yeah. Okay, so you're I, like me. Okay. A lot of work for I'd a little the reward. Best part of a pig to eat. <laughs> for sure, tell you that. What what is the best part of a pig to eat? Um, in my mind, it's the neck meat or the cheeks. Well, those two are my favorite. Whoa! Like, Wait, what? I Wait. set that aside. The neck meat or the cheeks? Yep. You say you set that aside just for you? Yeah, I, I hope nobody <laughs> notices that I'm doing that, but I sort of push it off to the side. Every once in a while, someone shows up and knows what they're doing. They like and they point at it. Oh, can I have some of that? And I'm like, oh, okay. Now, Kevin. You've thrown me for a loop. I've yep. heard of pig feet, but not pig cheeks. I mean, do you do you smoke them? What do you do? You smoke the cheeks? We, we smoke the whole thing. I, we smoke every bit of it. But that's that's wrapped in some really delicious fat. So when it cooks, it's just like it's it's nearly perfect. Oh my goodness! You know, a little bit of salt on there. You just you, well, we have a vinegar-based sauce we use for it, which really sets it apart for North Carolina. But you know, as my grandfather would say, if you didn't eat that and you weren't didn't like it, you weren't alive. So I think that's pretty true. 
Wow. Okay. Excellent. Well, the Salt and Smoke Festival is going on in Natchez tomorrow. Uh, could you tell us where it's going to be, Kevin, and the time? Sure thing. Yeah, it's 3 to 7 p.m. It's at the Natchez Bluff Park across from the Natchez Grand Hotel. Um, there's music, there's beer, there's food, there's a lot to do. Um, and it's uh, $12, $15 for kids 6 to 12. Um, kids under 6 are free. And for everything, music, barbecue, beer, and everything, it's $45 all-inclusive. Okay. Thank you so much for being on, Kevin. And now yeah, I'm thinking about pleasure. coming to Natchez just to try some of your uh, pig cheeks. Pig cheeks and, and neck meat. Neck meat. <laughs> I'm a promise. Okay, Kevin, we appreciate you being on. Thank you so much. All right. Have a great day. You too. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a couple calls to get to. Then we're going to talk about the uh, Jackson Zubru event. But first, we're going to Mary and Amory, who wants to talk about a festival. Good morning to you, Mary. Hi. Hi. What's going on in Amory? Well, we're having our 39th annual railroad festival in Amory this weekend. We have perfect weather up here after some storms earlier this week. And it, uh, yesterday was the first full day. I think we had a record crowd on the first day. Uh, we had American Idol Trent Harmon uh, performing. We have multiple music venues uh, set up throughout the town. We have a, a rock stage, a, uh, a blue. We have a stage set up for uh, local dance teams and performers uh, coming from all over North Mississippi. And, uh, and Tennessee and Alabama, in fact. And we have fantastic food, famous apple fritters that people wait all year mm. for. Uh, more of those apple fritters. Oh, they are so good. I think there are people running delivery on those. Mm. And uh, we also have crawfish and do the crawfish boil. And I heard you saying that you didn't know how to eat crawfish Listen, it can't be that hard. My husband's in Sweden, and he knows how to suck those heads and eat that crawfish. <laughs> See, that's so. what I don't do. Everybody says, oh, you have to suck the head. No, I don't want to do that. Those eyeballs are looking at me. <laughs> I just I dissect mine. I just tear it apart, like, left to right, and then I'll take it out. But I saw that you're supposed to tear the top part and then squeeze squeeze it out. So I'm still figuring it out. Still figuring well, it out. Yeah, yeah, you can kind of squeeze the tail out. But, you know, when you uh, take the head off, you just kind of, uh, suck that, so, um, and um, it's, I guess it's like the pig cheeks, it's, you know, <laughs> that unusual part that has all the flavor. But right. anyhow, it's a fantastic uh, festival, lots and lots of vendors. We have, um, because of where we're located, we're in such a great location to draw people from Tennessee and Alabama and all of North Mississippi, and it's just grown every year, and I noticed that this year, I think the um, the leaders of this have been so well organized, and our uh, our city leadership has done a great job of uh, all the support services that we have here. And I think this little town does a great job of putting this on. It's, it's just amazing, and this town is known for community. And yeah, that that's excellent, uh, Mary. It's it's wonderful when when small towns come together and yeah. put these big things together, um, and it's just uh, encouraging for the community and brings folks together. Sure so is. that sounds good. The 39th Railroad Festival is going to be in Amory. Thank you so much for calling in, Mary. We appreciate it. Uh, now we are joined in studio by EJ Rivers, who's going to tell us about the Jackson Zubru event. Good morning, EJ. Hey, EJ. Good morning, guys. Oh. Um, 
Go ahead. Oh, there we go. <laughs> no, we are actually uh, in. We've been planning this for a, a couple of weeks now. So today is the big day. This thing starts at 6 p.m. tonight mm-hmm. on Jackson Zoo grounds. I wanted to let people know the children's portion of the day because, you know, we're all about kids just about 364 days out of the year. Yeah. Two nights out of the year, we go grownups only, 21 and up. And this is one oh, of them. No children's beer tonight? No, no children's beer. We figure there's beer. a different type of bottle <laughs> that beer. is involved there. Yeah. Okay. Um, Pepsi will be there for the designated drivers. Uh, Ah. But, you know, this huge uh, craft beer culture that's grown yeah. has turned this, our 10th year, into something that is amazing. 28 home brewers mm. with over 80 types of different craft beers. Yummy. We also have specialty cocktails from Pond- Fondren Public and Cathead Distillery is coming out as well. So if you're not a beer lover, but you do like your alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, that is wonderful. That honeysuckle vodka is to die for. Uh, really? Yeah, so <laughs> have you seen the distillery? It's wonderful. It's just, yeah. it's really cool. I got to, to visit there. for the first time last week. I was playing drums there, and it is amazing. It is amazing. Wow. You're like, this is the coolest space ever. You yeah, know, it's really it, awesome. in Lucky Town, they look kind of similar on the inside with those big silver tanks that they make mm-hmm. the, the beer and the vodka in. So, yeah, really cool. And Lucky Town actually created this year's charity beer for the Jacksons, who it was. The, its full given name is uh, Check Yourself Before you T-Rex yourself, <laughs> but they had to shorten it to get T-Rex so it would fit on the draft handle. Yeah, right. So, but that's every, uh, a portion of the sales of that beer goes to the Jackson Zoo and they'll be showcasing that tonight. And they're doing, Raise Your Pints with Lucky Town are, are doing the um, home brewing competition mm-hmm. that our VIP people are going to be judging today from five until seven. So, it's so you'll have the animals out also? The animals get to stay out past their bedtime till oh. about dusk. And then we want to let the keepers come and enjoy the evening so they'll finish their jobs during the day because usually animals go to bed about four today they're mm-hmm. going they're going to hang out while we get ready we're going to close the zoo at three o'clock to okay. make sure we can get because we've got 12 restaurants coming out to serve samples and wow. stuff like that mm-hmm. we've covered the entire park with craft beer specialty drinks delicious food and of course we've got the dinos on dino row for the next three months so that's mm-hmm. having a t-rex stand over you while you're check you know you're getting checked with your t-rex yeah no pressure cool. yeah no yeah. pressure all right so uh what time you said six o'clock and how do people go about getting tickets they can still get them online right now if you go to jacksonzoo.org and click on the jackson zoo brew banner it'll take you to the landing page where you can purchase your tickets they're 45 dollars general admission you get 20 dollars designated driver tickets. Pepsi's bringing some sodas and water out for those people. We also have contacts with uh, Jackson Taxi and all that kind of good stuff in case anybody overdoes it. Just a little bit. We're going to have you covered there. We've got free parking and I don't know if there are any VIP tickets left. Those are $70. It gets you an hour early entry plus goodie bags from like Yelp and um, some of Capital City Beverages, uh, Brant, Bradley Errant, Bolt Cummings, um, Ray, oh, Tyson's Wing Eating Contest. How oh, can I forget yeah. about yes. the wing eating? This thing is so much fun and I get to MC it. So I'm pretty excited. So that's, that's going to be on seven. the uh, Wildlife Theater stage, right? Yeah, the Gertrude C. Ford Wildlife Theater. And we're really happy this year. If you guys have not seen the video from Visit Jackson with a, uh, AJ, 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 C. And AJC and the new Envelope Pushers, I got to meet him during the making of that video because he came to shoot some of our sites. Mm-hmm. And uh, we loved him so much. He was so much fun to hang out with so that... We called him. We're like, dude, you want to play tonight? You're, you can showcase on the stage. Cool. He's like, I'm in, man. Nice. So, cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. So what's the website? Website, jacksonzoo.org. We also have Facebook pages and 
Twitter pages and Instagram pages, Jackson Zubru, and the hashtag is Zubru2017. Sounds good. Sounds Thanks really for our fun. VIP tickets. Yes. <laughs> yeah, where if are we they? Had we got them. Like, I, I don't even know if there's any left. They were like really going. That's so. good. Yeah, don't forget to leave those with us uh, yeah. before you leave. Okay? Yeah, sure. Right. As long as you guys show up and send all your money to the Jackson Zoo. There right, because go. this is a fundraiser. It is absolutely. It's our last year we did $50,000. So we're oh, going bigger amazing. and better. Wow. It's become our largest fundraiser. That's excellent. EJ, thanks for being with us. Thanks Thank for having you, me, guys. All right. Before we talk about the Cotton District Arts Festival in Starkville, we're going to go to Matt in Hattiesburg, who's been waiting patiently, wants to talk about the Art Walk. Hey, Matt, what do you got for us? <laughs> Matt, you're on the air. Hello, Matt. Matty Matt. <laughs> All right, Matt, I'm going to put you on hold. Maybe we'll get to you before uh, the show ends. And um, uh, just in case you do go to the to the Jackson Zoo Brew event and you want to work off some of that beer later on, you can go to your dad's Black Gold Yeah, <laughs> Black Gold Dance Club going on this Saturday, 9 p.m. until 2 a.m. at the Next Level Experience. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of dancing, hit music. Yeah, and your dad can dance better than you, Camille. I just uh, um, yeah. hate to make that admission, but he can't. I can't dance. Uh, Okay, John Turner is on the line. We're going to talk with him about the uh, Cotton District Arts Festival in Starkville. Good morning, John. Thanks for being on today. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, So how many years has this uh, festival been going on in Starkville? In one form or another, it's been going on for more than 20 years now, and it just keeps getting bigger and better every year. Now tell us about this Cotton District. Is this a pretty popular area in Starkville? Well, it's pretty well known in for the folks who come to Starkville or, or Mississippi State. It, it's sort of a historic area between downtown Starkville and the university. It really ties those two together. There's a lot of student living down there, and, and folks like uh, Dan Camp and, and some of the other developers in town have really put a lot of nice new mixed use. There's a lot of restaurants and retail uh, and, and newer uh condos and apartments so it's a really cool area it's a really great area to be able to have an event like this john y'all have over 125 artisans and tell me about the taste of starkville well that's right that is you know what's really impressive about that is that is local restaurants who especially on it's super bulldog weekend so there's a ton of folks in town anyway and these guys are willing to come out and and set up uh tents here in our event and put out special food for the festival goers. They really try to compete against each other to come up with just really different recipes and and something that that people will really remember. So we've got about 20 restaurants that are coming out to to do that. And we've got actually, we've got a record number of of artisans this year, 160 folks will be uh, selling their wares. And these are all handmade. These are all, this is a a competition kind of uh, event where you have to get, you know, you follow uh, some certain guidelines to get in. There were uh, many more folks who, who wanted a, a booth that didn't get one. So it's it's going to be a terrific weekend with a lot of great art. So, John, I'm looking at the schedule, and, I mean, I'm just impressed. You guys pretty much have something going on every single hour starting at 8, going until uh, about 5. So could you just talk about, in general, some of the things on the schedule as far as musicians performing and how people can navigate the festival and and, and uh, take in everything? Well, it, that will require some real logistical planning because we've got great music going on at three different stages, uh, culminating with uh, the Cedric Burnside Project, uh, who is a, uh, a blues uh, band uh, related to a, a blues artist from from North Mississippi, uh, carrying on that legacy. 
Uh, but we've got all kinds of music, all kinds of genres. We've got the Tasty Starfall, like we talked about. You can go by and visit all the artisans. We have a pet parade first thing in the morning. Uh, there's all kinds of different villages. It's a very fam- family-friendly event. Uh, we've got a children's village where kids can do hands-on art stuff. We have an international village where a lot of the there's a big international uh, community in Starfall, of course, because of the university and, and the industry that we have brought folks in. And, and they're showing off their culture and, and entertainment from that area in the international village. So it's just really a neat way to spend a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful day eating, uh, buying art, enjoying the, the various cultures from, from not just Mississippi, from, from around the world. John, I was so impressed when I saw that uh, this is one of the top 100 events in North America by the American Bus Association and top 20 events in the Southeast and one of the top five festivals in Mississippi uh, rated over the last few years. Yeah, and, and, and that's a testament to the folks that are involved, whether it's the artisans and, and the restaurateurs. Uh, that, that are a part of it are all the sponsors that we have, the, the uh, support that we get from the city of Starfield, Mississippi State University, and especially the volunteers, because we, this is a completely volunteer-driven event. Everything, every one of us has given up our time and, and our hours to, to put this on, and, and, and without all of that help, it couldn't come together, but it does, and it is just a terrific day, and I really encourage anybody, if you're thinking about coming, if you've never come, Come and see us one time, and and you'll be uh, you'll be a fan for life, I think. All right. Well, John, remind us once again when it's hap- happening, where it's happening, and where folks can find more information. Sure. It's in Starple uh, tomorrow from eight to five in the Cotton District, and uh, of course they can uh, log on to our website at www.starplearts.org. Uh, to find out more. And, uh, you know, again, if you're coming up for Super Bulldog Weekend, if you don't have any interest in Mississippi State sports at all and you just want to come do something different, it's a really unique experience. Great food, great art, great music, great fun. All right, John, thank you. Uh, You've convinced many people, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanks for calling in, John. We appreciate it. Have fun this weekend. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right. Well, bye, John. All right. That's going to wrap us up. I also wanted to mention uh, Bobby Rush Day and the parade it yes. is tomorrow at 12. Uh, they're going to start at Loren Street and ending on Dueling Street with a big autograph bash. So uh, if you want more information on that, 601-960-1090. That's I love that, man. Yeah. He yeah. Bobby Godfather. Rush is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, Camille, for being on. Thank I appreciate it. Me. Sam Wells was our board operator and producer. And I think Kevin Farrell was our call screener. Yeah. No? No? Uh, Jason Klein? Java, okay, I was going to get it right. Here, stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is coming up next right here on MPB Think Radio.